Welcome to the Before and After Bariatric Surgery Podcast. This is the place where we talk to people who have had weight loss surgery and successfully kept the weight off. We learn what to expect before and after surgery. We uncover the tips and tricks that will make you a success. And now, here's your host, Dan Abeling. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. Today we have a great guest and a very interesting story. Not only are we going to talk about something called the pouch reset, which if you feel like you're gaining weight after weight loss surgery is something you should definitely consider, but we're also going to hear a story about a woman who had gastric bypass and was left without clear nutrition guidelines. So let's get into it. Here's Angie. Angie, thanks for being with us today. Tell me about your struggle with your weight. Well, I remember as long as I can remember as a, as a young child and at five years old being always the biggest kid um, in school and, you know, just around my neighborhood, I was always overweight. Up on into my junior high year, I remember just struggling, continuously struggling. Then once I got into high school, of course, it was even more of a struggle at that point. And I began taking, you know, well, I tried different diets and, and I would be on them for a while. And then I would get to where I would lose about 30, 35 pounds. And then I would go on a plateau and I wouldn't lose anymore. And then, of course, I'd get discouraged and I'd start eating again. And, you know, just going back to the old habits. Mm-hmm. And so... In high school, I began taking what they call 357s, which is basically 357 milligrams of caffeine, which was to my detriment that I, you know, found out later. It it totally messed my body up. My thyroid went haywire. Pituitary went crazy. Mm. And at one point after in my first year of marriage, um, I've gained over 100 pounds in one month. And at that point, we knew something was wrong, you know, that wow. was, that had gone more than just from my eating habits. Because at that point, I was starving myself. My husband would come home finding me, you know, hadn't eaten all day, and I would almost be comatose. And, you know, all that I thought that I was doing right for myself by starving myself, I was just hindering my body. So it just... Everything went from there to it just escalated, and I ended up at 500 pounds. And then you chose to have bariatric surgery. Tell me about that choice and and what happened during your surgery or after your short surgery, I should say. Well, after years of trying, you know, the different diets, um, my primary care physician talked to me about looking into bariatric surgery, and you know, of course, I. I felt like maybe that would have been something that I could do. And our next goal was to, you know, make sure that I was healthy enough in in so many words to be able to have the surgery. And I began trying to find out, you know, where I would go to have it and where, what in, what hospital my insurance would cover and what doctor my hospital would cover And so I ended up in uh, Tulane Hospital in New Orleans. Okay. And 
What procedure did you end up having? I had the RNY gastric bypass. RNY gastric bypass. And then you have an unusual story, and this is in part why I wanted to speak with you, and also on another topic that we'll get to shortly. But what happened after surgery? Well, after surgery, uh, I actually was in FICU for five days. That story alone is is a nightmare. I'm surprised they even came out of <laughs> the ICU alive. But once I got onto the bariatric floor, um, I remember one day of having just liquid. And my second day, I had, I remember having like jello pudding and that kind of thing. And then I went straight into solid foods. He didn't give me any kind of a eating plan. I did see a nutritionist before I had surgery, but she really didn't give me an eating plan either. You really had no guidelines post-operatively on what to eat. And essentially, it sounds like you thought you could kind of go back to eating regular food right away. Yeah. I, I was following what he told me to do. I remember one day they brought in a garden salad and I ate the whole salad. And I thought, this is really weird. If my, if I have this little bitty pouch of what he, you know, what I've researched I'm supposed to have, why am I able to eat a whole salad? And so I asked him about it. And his response to me was, was just because you can eat it, you shouldn't. You're only supposed to eat till you're full. I said, well, I didn't get full until I had finished the salad. And at this point, you're still in the hospital, correct? Yes, I'm still in the hospital. I ended up staying in the hospital for two weeks. Because of the ICU issue. Yeah, everything that went went on during um, my ICU stay, I ended up with decubitus ulcers all over my back, lower back. Once I got on the bariatric floor, they came in to try to get me up, and they they had left the epidural in my lower back and it ended up pinching a nerve. The peroneal nerve in my leg is pinched because of the way they tried to get me up. It was just a nightmare, honestly. And what year was this in? Uh, This was 2004. Okay, so almost 11 years ago, but still not that long ago. Right. And certainly you're not, at that point, even close to being the first person who's had gastric bypass. And it blows my mind that there weren't clearer eating guidelines because one of the one of the things that is extraordinarily important with gastric bypass is not damaging that pouch after it's been stapled and so part of that post-operative diet is not only to get you on the right path for eating but most of it is frankly so you don't damage your pouch and end up with a leak so in one sense you're lucky you didn't end up with a leak based on what you're eating but i'm assuming when you went home you continued to eat whatever you want? Yes, I did. There were a few things that my pouch didn't tolerate, but most of, most of what I ate, my pouch tolerated. Did you experience dumping syndrome? Anything, nausea or, I mean, any, any sort of hunger reduction even? There was some hunger reduction, um, and I, I did lose, initially I did lose 200 pounds. Oh, wow. But over time, it, the weight stopped, you know, the, the weight loss stopped and I just started gaining then. I did experience the dumping and I do occasionally, sometimes I, I 
and I never know what it'll be. Sometimes I can eat something and it'll just react just in an instant and, you know, and, and I dump. But for the most part, I don't have the dumping syndrome like what I hear everybody else has. Um, yeah, it's still, I, my body still reacts. I get the nausea. I, you know, I usually I don't throw up because I'm just not a throw up type person. Um, mm-hmm. It's the other. So I just, you know, nauseousness, sweating, um, increased heart rate, all that with, stuff. I'll have diarrhea, you know, and th- that kind of thing. So I have experienced that. Um, the one thing that I really hoped that the whole surgery would have helped me with was I'm a very, very much a sweet eater. Okay. I mm-hmm. love sweets. And that has been one of my hardest things to break. I can eat sweets and not dump. And then I, you know, I can have, I can have something that's sweet and it won't bother me today, but tomorrow I may eat, you know, take one bite of something that's sweet and it'll just, my body will react and I will dump. So it, it's like my body is just so weird in how it reacts to certain things. But, you know, I, I do feel I do have that at some times, but it's not, not that often. And of course now I don't, you know, I've, I've learned how to eat. And so therefore I don't have that problem. Angie, over what period of time did you lose the 200 pounds? Um, I believe it was, surgery? it was in just a matter of six months. Wow. I would say between six months and a year, I had lost the 200 pounds. And then around that year point, you kind of noticed things creeping back up. Yeah. Yeah. I started gaining again. And then over the next few years, I continually just gained a little bit at a time. And then I got back up to 450 pounds three years ago. I was at 450. Do you feel like because you didn't have diet guidelines in place, maybe, and I'm assuming you didn't meet, well, you met with a nutritionist, but certainly, and whatever you were told didn't kind of make it into your everyday life. But as far as eating, do you feel like your pouch ended up getting stretched? I do. I remember Dr. Parrish, which is my bariatric doctor now, um, telling me that whenever he did the upper GI thing um, with the x-ray that to make sure that everything was okay, um, to check to make sure that the pouch was still intact and everything, it was stretched out. But he said it wasn't as bad as what it, it could have been because I had already started um, working at trying to get back on track just by research and, you know, going through different websites and, you know, trying to find out what the eating plan was supposed to be and, and sure. so on. And so let's, you know, fast forward after a couple of years, you gain the weight back and then you start looking for help and you end up at Dr. Parrish's office. The first step you just mentioned was that upper GI where he checked your pouch to right. make sure it was still intact. He said it wasn't severely stretched, probably because you were trying to get back on track. Right. But he then took you in and you guys decided to do something called either the pouch test or the pouch reset. Can you tell us about that? Yes, the the pouch reset, well, to kind of give a little bit of a background, I had um, went to Dr. Parrish three years ago. It it would be three years ago now. I had went to him because I had my body continually over the years had rejected the sutures on the inside. 
And so every time I'd have another suture come out, I'd have to go see him in order to have that wound cleaned and because it wouldn't heal. Well, that first time that I saw him three years ago, I had found out he had just started doing bariatric surgery. And I had asked him if he would take me on as a bariatric patient. And he told me, he said, I don't feel comfortable right now. He said, I haven't had enough surgeries under my belt. He said, just give me a little bit of time. So I said, okay, well, again, another suture came out. I went to see him a second time. And that would have been like a year and a half in after I had started um, in September trying to go back to eating healthy. Mm-hmm. I seen him that second time to take care of another, the other suture that had come out. And at that point, when I went to see him, he asked me, would you let me take you on as a bariatric patient? And I was this, just ecstatic because I felt like finally I was going to have some help. And so we did. And he started talking to me. He asked me, he said, you know, would you like to do a revision or would you like to do a reset? And so I started inquiring, well, what's, what's the difference in a revision and a reset? Well, revision, of course, we know you go in and revise the whole pouch and everything. A reset takes you back to where you go in and just check to make sure you do the upper GI to make sure everything is intact and everything still looks good and everything is good. And then you begin the stages of the eating plan as though you just had surgery that day. And so I told him, yeah, let's try it. Let's see what it'll do. And so we did. And I went through um, the stages. And it's for the reset, it was a little different than as though you're coming out of surgery today. The way the way they set mine up was uh, day one, I did clear liquids. And actually, I misunderstood. And I did the clear liquids for three days. And it most it didn't hurt me to do it. Um, But by the third day, I was so aggravated with everybody. I wanted something so bad more than just liquids. I felt like I was going to (laughs) die. So then I went to two days of full liquids. And then I went day four to six of puree, day seven to nine on soft, and then day 10 to now in the normal consistency, healthy diet, you know. So Mm -hmm. it, it... my pouch went back down to the normal size and I've by now I've I've lost I feel like I've lost pretty much all I'm gonna lose and um I've been maintaining the weight I'm at right now for about six months to a year. So let me ask you a couple questions. It's this is interesting to me. So it seems like really the, the diet is kind of a shortened version of most post-operative gastric bypass diets. Yes. And when I say shortened, usually that, that those 10 days that you mentioned um, or slightly more than 10 days will last up to two months, Correct. kind of depending on, on surgeon guidelines. But patients, at least post-operatively, usually have the benefit of number one, being very sore, number two, being off of work, laying up in bed a little bit. And frankly, they're typically not very hungry postoperatively because of this stapling of the stomach and resecting certain areas, etc. You must have been starving. I was. Um, during this reset time, I just I, that's why those first three days that I did the, you know, just liquid for three days. By that third day, I was so irritable 
I just, because I went from eating, you know, being able to eat to doing three days of solid liquids and you just, you literally feel like you're going to die because you're, you're so hungry and your brain just kind of goes wonky, you know? So I called the nutritionist, the, uh, the dietitian, and I said, Sandra, what, what am I doing? You know, I, why am I feeling like this? And why am I just wanting to bite everybody's head off? And she said, well, how many days have you done clear liquids? I said, for three days. She said, oh, no, honey, you was only supposed to do that for day one. And I said, oh, okay. And, but like <laughs> I said, it didn't hurt me. It, it it really, you know, it helped shrink the pouch back down to its normal size. Right. So um, so I, I, I think needless to say, if you're planning on doing the pouch reset, you need to be motivated and yes. disciplined Very. in order to stick with it. I personally can't imagine forcing myself to do that. I think for some reason in the back of my mind, having surgery would maybe put me in that mindset where I can't screw things up. I'm only a week out. Whereas if you don't have surgery, you don't have anything to screw up per se. So my second question really is, so after this is kind of towards the end, I'm guessing you're losing some weight already. And so my questions are twofold. Number one, how much did you weight lo- weight did you lose in that reset period? And then post reset period, after the reset period was finished, do you feel like your pouch changed and did it decrease the amount that you could eat after that? Okay. The amount of weight weight that I lost once I started the reset. I would say that I lost about 75 to 100 pounds. Wow, that's amazing. The amount that I had lost beforehand, I had lost just strictly by trying to eat healthy. That was before I found out about the reset. As of as of to date, I've lost 207 pounds. So, I you know, I I would say that right now I would most probably be right close to 100 pounds from the reset would be about approximately what I've lost, you know, from the time that I started the reset. My pouch, as far as my pouch size, I do feel like that my pouch is more or less to the normal of what it should be at this point because I cannot eat very much at all. I would say three ounces, two to three ounces of meat is about mm-hmm. what, I, what I'll eat. And then I, I give myself maybe about a fourth of a cup of vegetable and a lot of times I can't even get all that down. Wow. Good for you. Yeah. And whereas before it sounds like without kind of that nutritionist support and those guidelines and then having your pouch kind of get used to some of this, you know, steak and potato type diet, uh, it was much easier for you to eat some of that food that wasn't nutritionally dense like you're eating now yeah i i find this very interesting and, it, and it's quite amazing and it, and it kind of goes to show how amazing the human body is and how our stomachs are set up to kind of adjust to the environment um, and when you change that environment your stomach can literally change yeah. with that said what kind of advice would you give to someone who's and really anyway one because i mean your story is Certainly unfortunate in the fact that you never got the information that you need postoperatively to be successful. But your story is not unusual 
in the sense that some people do regain weight after gastric bypass and they do kind of revert back to old habits right. knowingly or not. What kind of advice would you give someone that's maybe considering a pouch reset? Well, I would say that I would hope that somebody that may be considering bariatric surgery, that they will do their research and know ahead of time what they should eat and how they should eat. And I would hope that my story maybe could inspire someone that has maybe fallen off the wagon um, to be able to get back up, dust yourself off and, you know, stand tall, get back on the weight loss journey and keep it up. Um, it, it's not easy, but it's something that can be done. And, um, you know, it, 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 bariatric surgery is not a miracle drug, so to speak. Um, it's not a miracle surgery. But it gives you the tools that you need to be able to get your life back. You know, so I, I would just say be a healthy eater. You know, watch your, watch the weight fall off. Do your exercise plan. If you don't have a good support group, find one. Um, that was one of the things we didn't have in the area where I'm at. We didn't have a good support group. And now that I'm with Dr. Uh, parish and through the Cabrini Hospital, they have a support group. And so now I have that bariatric support group and I have also started a support group for people that have not had bariatric surgery that is, you know, trying to lose weight and trying to find out what they need to do to be able to lose the weight and, and keep it off. And so I've started a support group myself at Sin Law Weight Loss. Tell us where, if someone's interested in your support group, where can they find information about that? Um, I am on Facebook, and um, they can look me up under Sin Law Weight Loss. Um, it's facebook.com uh, backslash Sin Law, C-E-N-L-A, Weight Loss. And, yeah, that's and that Sin Law, I'm guessing, is for Central Louisiana? Correct. Perfect. Uh, Angie, I love your story. I think it's inspiring and I think it goes to show that, you know, how much is involved with weight loss surgery and it is truly just a tool to get your weight down. And, and if you are on that fence and maybe falling back into bad habits, now's the time to change them because right. frankly, if not, your options are revision and a pouch reset. And I'm going to be honest with you, pouch reset does not sound like fun. No. But fortunately, it does sound like it works. And one other quick question before we wrap up, Angie. Was this Dr. Parrish's program covered by your insurance during the pouch reset, their support, et cetera, or is that? Yes. Um, my insurance has picked up and has paid 100% for, okay. for me to be able to have this. Great, great. Well, that's good news, too, because everyone always asks about that. So if you were where Angie was, where you gaining weight and having trouble getting back in control, ask your doctor about pouch reset. Angie, thank you so much again for your time. Um, this was a really interesting podcast. So uh, thank you again. And uh, we appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Before and After Bariatric Surgery Podcast. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or Stitcher Radio. As always, check out the before and after photos from today's interview on obesitycoverage.com. If you'd like to be interviewed for an upcoming podcast, email us at info at obesitycoverage.com. Remember, it's never too late to get healthy 